some people avoid change. Then there's people like Mindy, who actively seek it out. Today, Mindy Montgomery is Senior Technical Product Manager at ASICS. Before, she instigated change in a variety of industries. Learn about her perspective on change and hear surprising advice for what to look for in your next job. You're listening to People Changing Enterprises. I'm Jasmine Goodman, and please enjoy this episode with Mindy Montgomery. Your background is really fascinating. Tell me about your work in consumer healthcare data. Yeah, I joined a nonprofit startup back in the mid-2000s that was focused on really the early days of data democracy. So looking at how can we empower consumers to have not only access to their personal health information from hospitals, health systems, doctors, their insurance company, but empower them to control that data. So really looking at how can we educate consumers but also give them the feeling of control over their health and health outcomes. So instead of relying on the doctor's office to fax your records around town to make sure other providers had access to them, really digitizing that experience and making it so the consumer could grant and revoke access to data as they wanted it, not as their healthcare providers decided. And so really looking at how do we build a system that has all the privacy and security protections in it that is trusted as opposed to an employer-sponsored solution, a state-sponsored solution. We pivoted away from working on that and started working with Google and Microsoft on their consumer health platforms. Those were really focused on consumer-generated health information. So you have these wearables back in the day that was really Fitbit was the big player, but really getting that way to where consumers could share information with their providers, that was somewhat not really accepted by providers. They really didn't trust that data. But I think as wearables have gotten better and there have become more of them out there, a lot of people will have a wearable prescribed by their physicians so they can then gather that data and share it. After we worked on those projects with those organizations, we pivoted to working with state and federal agencies who were starting to develop broader scale commercial health information exchanges. But one of the goals of those programs was to really make sure the consumers at least had access to their data, if not total control. That's amazing. And it, it sounds like you were really far ahead of the curve. And it also sounds like that is not the closest job to what you're doing today. So how did you get your role at ASICS? Yeah. So what's interesting is that was really working on those consulting projects for those state and federal agencies, I think really helped me figure out what I wanted to do long-term. Consulting is fun, but there's always this lack of like completion to it. A plan was handed off to somebody else to implement and they may or may not take your advice because that's really all you're doing. And so when I started looking around for what I wanted to do, I was interviewing some people who I knew, and it really started to congeal around this idea of digital product management. In product management, you do do a lot of the things that I did as a consultant, which is you know technology plans, business plans, marketing, outreach, stakeholder engagement. And so I had done that for a variety of companies, mainly third-party brand enablement. So working with um, small appliance manufacturers to make smart home devices, transit agencies to digitize their ticketing process. And I was looking for an opportunity where I could really work with a brand. And I came across ASICS. 
I had always been an ASICS customer going back to even middle school when I played volleyball and ran track and field. And so this opportunity came up and after the short interview process, it was refreshingly short compared to some other companies that I'd been interviewing with. I was offered the job and took it in October of 2021. That is amazing. And that is such a beautiful red thread because it really, you're a jack of all trades. Tell me what the underlying is. How do you choose the next exciting adventure in your path? When I started looking, especially for this opportunity, I didn't know I was looking for this opportunity in particular. One thing I really like to do is find new people to work with. So I know a lot of people spend their careers with the same group of people walking around, you know, going to different jobs with old managers, old coworkers, things like that. But ultimately, I want those new experiences because I think that building a library of experiences really helps you figure out how to solve problems because you've been exposed to so many different ways of thinking and groups of people. So that was really intriguing about ASICs is when I looked on LinkedIn, I didn't know anybody here. And the other thing was too, really looking at enabling a brand as a first party partner, as opposed to a third party vendor. So we really, even though we are ASICs digital and legally and technically separate from the shoe brand side of things, they're the only brand we enable. We're really working hand in hand to help create digital solutions that help tell the brand story. So interesting. And I love the fact that you said I'm actually, and it's so contrary to popular opinion, I'm looking for a place where I don't know anyone. That will be anxiety inducing to most people, not to you, apparently. You enjoy being in unchartered territory. There's always a little bit of anxiety because there's that like, oh no, what have I done um, when making any big decision? But I think that really, to me, it's more exciting because there are so many new things to either learn or build or experience with a different group of people, as well as with a different brand and organization. Actually, until I got into healthcare, IT and consumer data, I had moved around about every 18 months. And so I think that's another thing that really drew me to product management was there are so many different facets to the job, because usually about the 18 to 24 month mark, it's like, yeah, I've learned this business or I've, you know, figured this out and it's just getting more routine than I like it to be. Is there something that you've learned? Is there some type of lesson that you've taken away about doing things that have never been done before? I like to do, like, I really am drawn to transformational type projects. So when I worked for an IoT company, we were very early in IoT, working with enabling, you know, 150-year-old brands, very resistant to change. And so the things I've also learned throughout my career is finding people who want to change and change for the better, and then wanting to do bigger, bolder things. I think working in, in healthcare IT and consumer data focused on healthcare is that what is considered a large change in healthcare is a minor change in almost every other industry. I mean, the fact that with all the billions of dollars that have been put into electronic health record systems, the fact that the fax is still around is horrifying. But the fact that we were able to get doctors a system where they could securely email patient records and they actually do it was a monumental change in healthcare. But anywhere else, it's like we've been using email since when? Like, 1996. <laughs> but isn't that amazing? And that must make you incredibly proud because, yeah, it may look like something small from the outside, but you know how 
significant how big a change that was mm -hmm. within that environment, right? Yes, absolutely. And it's not just, hey, there's a new technology. Consumers embrace new technology every day. But when you have these regulated markets, making that change is very, very hard because you have to have equivalence from a trust and security perspective. And so even though the fax was cumbersome and expensive because you have to have a dedicated phone line and special paper and this machine, it was trusted because everybody knew how it worked. And so it's not just changing the fax machine, it's new technology, so to speak. It's really new technology and new processes. And those are hard things for people to change because when you know how to do something, you're very comfortable. And when you try something new, most people have a lot of discomfort with that because they don't wanna get it wrong. So, you know, and part of the challenge in product management and product design is that you want to set the user up to be successful the first time they use that thing. If you don't, they are never gonna go back to it or it's going to be very, hard to get them to go back to it because it was not a successful or not a good time first user experience. And that's critical in every type of product. And I think every process too. I work very closely with our marketing and marketing technology teams. And it's really interesting how that is also how you build a brand trust and fulfill brand promise. And I think when in technology, a lot of times we either get focused on product or solution, but don't really think about the promise that goes along with that. And that's one thing that we're working on the consumer experience and product management team at ASICS Digital is really not only providing solutions to people for them to use in their jobs to tell that brand story, but also getting into sort of the advisory role and using our expertise to help them then tell that brand story better. Thanks for listening to People Changing Enterprises. We'll be back next week with a new episode helping you make your mark.